0: Our focus today is is, is Matthew 4.19 if you want to uh, turn to it. Um, um, it, it, it but, I, but I need to begin with what we studied the last couple of weeks in Matthew 4.17. in Matthew 4.17 um, 4, it, it 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 says, repent, for the kingdom of God is right here. Okay. And and we talked about repentance, didn't we? Remember? We talked about repentance being uh, a dynamic of of, of sorrow for or regret for sin in our lives, for not doing certain things that God would have us to do. Um, And and, and I hope that's a constant in your life. I hope that's not something that that you did once and you feel like, well, I've done that so I can move on. I I want you to hear this. Repentance is, is, is in the perfect tense. And repentance is just something we need to do all the time. Okay, Uh, there needs to be a constant state of, because personally, I've never reached a state of perfection. I I don't know about y'all, but maybe some of y'all have. Some of y'all got this look on your face like I have. Um, But, you know, we need to constantly be repenting because repentance is the key into the kingdom of God. And, and last week we, we in kind of a quip funny way we we just thought of every great and wonderful and ecstatic experience that we could ever imagine and and, and that 's just the beginning of the kingdom of god and so what we 're talking about here and christians i 'm talking to you because some of us kind of go through the rudimentary um, um, things of church, and, and, and we never really experience God, and we never really experience His kingdom. And I'm asking you, are you experiencing His kingdom? Are you experiencing His glory? Are you experiencing His power? Are you experiencing His love and joy and peace and, and, and kindness? You know, are, are, you, are you experiencing that sort of thing? And so very, very important because, honestly, it's going to ha- be hard to get to 19 if you haven't done... 17. And painfully, as I listen to and observe a lot of people who call themselves Christians, they've never experienced 17, and so they never get to 19. Okay? I want you to understand something. The kingdom of God is there for you every day, everywhere you are. The kingdom of God is there for you every day. Whatever's happening in your world, no matter what's going on, it's there for you. And, and God wants you to enter into that and experience that. Don't make me say it again. Amen. You know, I want you to hear this, man. It's, it's powerful. It's, it's mighty. It's glorious. You know, and I, I, I'm just finding a lot of folks that really don't live there. I'm finding a lot of folks that are good folks, but they never really experience the glory and love and grace and power of Jesus Christ. And they just kind of run on empty all the time. And you don't have to run on empty all the time. Amen? Amen. You know, it's so very important. I want you to think about that as you, you leave today. Go back and read this passage of Scripture. It's so very, very important. If it, Can we get 419? 419. Um, Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out uh, to fish for people. That is the worst translation in human history. Okay, I want you to hear this. This is a teaching moment. Okay? Man sometimes kind of takes hold of a translation or transliteration of God's word and really twists it. And really does something bad to it. And I don't know why uh, these guys translated this the way they did. Because you may not know Greek, but I do. And believe you me, this isn't what the original Greek says. The original Greek says, listen, you follow after me, and I will make you. I'll say it again because y'all missed it. Follow after me and I will make you. Amen. Now I want to stay right there for just a second. Let us sink. We'll get back to it. But I want to ask you a question. I like acts. Is God making you? Is God making you? You follow after me and I will make you. Fishers of men. Amen. So very, very, very important to to understand that whole dynamic. It's so very important to understand something. Way back in Genesis chapter one, verse twenty-eight, something that's so important to understand is is you weren't created to hoard the blessings of God. You were created. To be fruitful and multiply. Only in the church today is it okay not to be fruitful and multiply. Only because we had to dumb it all down and make it comfortable for everybody did that whole thing that John the Baptist and Jesus said, if a branch is not fruitful, it's only good for one thing. And that is to dry up and be burned. Ouch. Follow that illustration or illusion all the way out. Not an illusion, but that allegory all the way out. And you've got to understand what it says. If you're not fruitful, hell is in your future. Just between me and you, I don't want to go to heaven. And have it on my resume that I never introduced or told anybody about the love and grace of Jesus Christ. I don't want to go to the judgment gate and and God say, what's this? Well, you know, that's not my personality. I don't see anything in that verse that says anything about a personality. Well, I'm very shy. I don't see it... Well. It's okay, you don't have to become a fisherman if you're shy. It's not, it's, but honestly, guys, we don't feel much responsibility for this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We don't. You know, well, pastor, be careful. Don't talk about the health thing and, 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 and don't tell people the truth about this. Tell them it's okay to do nothing in Jesus Christ, okay? It's not true, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's not true. Christians and disciples. This is in the the, the, the the firstlings of Jesus' teaching to his disciples. And he said, listen, you follow after me, and I will make you fruitful, and I will be a part of multiplying through your life. I will make you fishers of men. But you see, we got too much junk in the church to do. we got too much junk in our world to do. We've we got too much trash that's a distraction and a smoke screen, and... I'm afraid. (laughs) How many of you have used that one? I don't want to be embarrassed. Seriously? Hear what I'm saying. This is a very important teaching. There's a reason that Jesus went right from his first teaching of repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand, to the teaching of you follow me, and I will make you a fisher of men. And kids, I've got to say this. If you're not a fisher of men, are you a disciple of Jesus Christ, i.e., are you a Christian? See, I'm kind of done with making everybody feel comfortable. I've never been good at that anyway. But I have. Because today, you have to understand, there's a lot of people that will not sit in your church unless you give them a little psychotherapy and make them feel good about who they are, no matter what kind of heathen they may be. Okay? And you've got to understand something. When Jesus says, you follow me, and I will make you a fisher of men, and you're not a fisher of men, you must not be following Jesus Christ. How come I ain't hear no amen In You know, I hate what's happened in the church. I couldn't care less whether you like the music. I couldn't care less whether you like the preaching. I don't care whether you like the ambiance. I don't care whether you like the lighting. I I don't care whether you like the new TV. I, I couldn't care less. Are you following, exacting the footsteps of Jesus Christ. That's what Christians and disciples do. And that's our first point. Follow me. Do you actually follow Jesus Christ? Let me ask you another question. Have you ever taken time To read through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Get you one of them red letter edition doohickeys. Okay? And read through that and see and figure out who Jesus really is. How could you follow Jesus if you're not sure who he is? How could you follow Jesus if you don't know how he loved? How could you follow Jesus if you don't know how he actually treated people? Well, he was nice to everybody. You really need to open your Bible. Okay? He's just a good guy. No, sometimes a lot of people thought he was a jerk. That's why they killed him. Okay? You you need to open your Bible and and see how he loved. I I mean, the dude was kind of a lunatic. No, you think about it. Think about this. Within the context of this, this all this um, um, politic garbage. I'm a Christian. Now, a Christian loves their enemy and prays for those who persecute them. I ain't seen a whole lot of that in the commercials this week. How about you? But God bless America. You see... If we're going to have an impact, we talked about it at 9 o'clock, if we're going to have an impact on our country, there actually needs to be a difference between us and the average Joe walking the street. Amen. And if there's not, you mind if I just tell you the truth about something? If there's no difference between you and the average Joe walking the street, you're probably not actually a Christian. Amen? Amen? I mean, I mean, Jesus says crazy stuff. Like, deny yourself. I, I want to take that out of the Bible, don't you? Right. Anybody else not like that verse? Huh? No, 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 no. I go to church and I pray to get stuff. Amen? Right. Be honest. I want Jesus to do stuff for me. I want Jesus to stop bad things from happening to me. And if he doesn't, I'm going to be ticked and depressed. Amen? Are are you with me? You know? uh, My wife made me uh, listen to a book this week. I'm just kidding. But I went out to Dr. Mucci's uh, funeral out in Pittsburgh on Monday, so I had eight hours of driving, so I had plenty of time to listen to this book. And it was about these, these crazy Amish. And... If you remember a few years ago, this dude went in and shot, what was it, eight or ten little Amish girls? That crazy Amish came over, forgave, and loved the family of that man through that time. They're a bunch of freaks. They have a right to be ticked. Right? They ha- God would understand if they were ticked and would shun those people. Amen? Now, God's word says, forgive and you will be forgiven. Don't forgive and you ain't forgiven. Well, does he actually mean that? No, and in the church, you have to understand, that's where we are. As, as I listened to the book, it's, I don't know whether it said it exactly, but essentially what was being said by the Amish is, this is a, forgiveness is not something we do. This is who we are. Today, goodness gracious, we can't even get people to forgive each other in the church, let alone somebody who really does bad things to us. You know, we, we let people off the hook. Well, you have a right to be upset with God. He allowed your child to die. How are we helping that person? I totally understand what you're saying humanly. I do. I've done it myself. But we're not helping anybody, guys. It's when you are following Jesus Christ like the kids uh, sang about. When you actually trust Him, that's where you're going to find Freedom and peace and glory and power and hallelujah, not by being a human church person. I'm going to ask you this. Are you following Jesus? Or are you kind of going along with the 21st century American church? The 21st century American church, by and far, is a putrid mess. We are so far, I, I, watch, I listen to, to preachers on Christian radio, and I watch the churches, and I read the Bible, and I'm like, we're not even in the same stinking hemisphere. Yeah. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. You see, if we're going to be fishers of men, we can't be followers of men, we need to be followers of Jesus. Oh, I like this preacher. I like that preacher. I love all of them. But the bottom line is, I don't follow them. I follow Jesus. And if you want to be a fisher of men, if you want to impact your world, if you want to impact your family, if you want to impact those around you, if you want to impact the heathens in your life, you've got to follow Jesus. Amen. Amen? Amen? He said, deny himself. Now, this is nuts. I want this taken out of the Bible. I'm supposed to take up my personal cross. In other words, the dude's calling me to die. See, I like the hymn I grew up with, come and dine. And Jesus is saying, come and die. I choose dining. Amen? As you can tell, I choose dining a lot. but guys that's not what Jesus called for Jesus called us to die other than John who was on the Isle of Patmos alone by himself when he received the the revelation the bottom line is every one of Jesus' disciples died for Jesus just like him and we're upset if somebody doesn't speak to us Seriously. Oh, I'm aff- I am am so tired of all I'm offended. Anybody else tired of I'm offended? Anybody else like, who cares? That's what I've been telling people. Oh, I'm offended. Who cares? Who cares? You know? Be offended all day long. I don't care. I'm tired of your little personal petty stuff. You know? I know that's just the... That's just parenthetical. It's got nothing to do with my sermon. But who cares? You know, Christians, if we've died, if we've been crucified with Christ, how are we offended? I know I'm not supposed to say this, but it's time for Christians to grow up and be big boys and big girls. Oh, he body shamed me. What? You ever see that on the internet? Well, oh, body shaming. Anybody else know what that means? No. If you don't like the way you looked, fix it. <laughs> Seriously. I, I, I just, this, this stuff drives me nuts. And it's not doing a sermon. I just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> Deny yourself. Take up your personal cross and die And follow in the footsteps of your pastor. You don't have to be so vehement about it. (laughs) But you hear what I'm saying. Follow in the footsteps. Follow the rules of the church. You know, do that. No, follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. I beg you. I plead with you. Begin to get into the Gospels and figure out who Jesus is. Because you can't follow in his footsteps if you don't know where they are. Amen? Amen? This is so important. This is so, so, so very important. Because there's a lot of good people who attend church... Who are not following in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. They're following in the little religious branding that goes on. And the bottom line is they wouldn't know the footsteps of Jesus Christ if it bit them on the face. No, I'm serious. And that's real sad. Because said, listen, you follow me and I will make go back to genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 3 you can read that this afternoon but essentially what he he says to abraham back in genesis chapter 12 is number one he says go you got to leave the mess and the mud and the muck and the mire you're in okay he's saying listen abe it's time for you to get out of your little comfort zone christians I'm telling you right now. I've been calling for this for ten years. I don't know who does it and who doesn't, but the bottom line is, you gotta go. Amen. Yeah. You gotta get out of your little comfort zone. But I like my daddy's house with all the idols and everything else. No, you need to. You need to leave that place, and you need to learn to trust and depend on God. Do you trust and depend on God seriously? What's happened in the church is I'm here to be blessed. And if I don't get the entertainment I want, I don't get the preaching I want, I don't get the donuts I want, I'm out of here, baby. That's because you're still a godless fool who goes to church. I am so tired of this foolishness. Where every time somebody doesn't get what they want, or some not, not quite synchronized, instead of being able to count on them, they leave. And they don't leave because of God, or it's God's will. They leave because they, they're pouting and they're not getting what they want. Adults work things out. Amen? Like JC said, you, you don't pick your family. He's just very, very blessed. (laughs) But in all seriousness, this this, this godless foolishness, and he's preaching next week. He may tell you about this. This godless foolishness is a joke around the world the way Americans pick their church. It ain't got nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with the leading of God's Holy Spirit. It is... Am I going to get what I want? That is the pure essence of paganism. That is the pure essence of hedonism. That is the pure essence of carnality. That is the pure essence of a godless person. And we want to, oh, well, you, yeah, you have a right. You have one right as a Christian. And that is to do the will of God of God Almighty. I don't have any problem if somebody comes to me and says, you know what, there's a hurting ministry over here, and I think they need us, and we feel God's call. I will have you here, I will anoint you, I will send you, I will pray for you, I will resource you, I will do whatever. But this other garbage is just stupid. It is godless. Amen? I want you to hear that. Because if you're following Jesus, you're not doing that trash. Amen? Amen. So very, very important. Father, I will make you. Let me ask you a question. Is he actually making you? Is he actually working in your mind and your heart? Is he recreating who you are? Is he recreating you in his image? Is 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 there a new birth dynamic going on? That you are a new person. That the old is gone. I'll say it again, that the old is gone, Amen. and behold, everything has been made new. Amen. And you can got to understand something. About every other day, i got to do that all over again. Anybody else struggle with that? Man, I am one dip wit. And I'm up at 5 o'clock, I'm going through the same. I, see, I, I, I'm ADHD like most men. And so I actually take this note thing on my iPhone. And I actually pray my prayers on my eye. Baby, I am fast with that finger. I can tell you that right now. I can keep up with any of you typing. And I'm on there, Lord, forgive me, I'm an idiot. Lord, forgive me, I'm an idiot. Lord, forgive me, I'm an idiot. I even know where it's at on my hand. You know? But that's okay, guys. That's okay. You know, we all do dumb, stupid, ignorant, foolish things. Amen. Amen. You know, the problem is, I'm hoping one of these days not to. <laughs> Amen? Anybody else? You know, but I'm following Jesus. He is making me, but that's part of Him making me. He's showing me. And I am little by little by little becoming that, bro- that, that person that was broken, and now I am whole. I, I was very hurting. And now I'm getting to the point of of healing. Amen? I I was, you know, just just doing my own thing. And more and more and more in my life, I'm doing the holy or his thing. And that's where we want to be. And I'm asking you a question. Are you following Jesus so he can make you? Okay? Last but not least, he says, listen, if you follow me, I will make you, I will make you a fisher of men. I want you to hear this, and I want you to understand this, because there's a lot of this kind of slipped through the cracks in the church. Every person in your world, every person at your work, every person in your home, every person you have any influence over at all, any person God brings into your life, Your neighbors, your friends, your workmates. I want you to hear this. They are your spiritual responsibility. Three of you agree with me. I'm just kidding. It is an impossible task. You you think of that and you go, I have no idea where to start. That's exactly where you want to start. Because every time we get a hankering, anybody ever got a hankering? You know, I just feel like I need to just stop yourself, smack yourself in the face and say, don't. Okay? Okay? Sometimes it's time to step back and go, I have no idea what to do, God. So I'm right where I need to be because I have no idea how to win that workmate. I have no idea how to be a fisher of men with some people in my neighborhood. I have no idea. My family are a big pile of kooks. Anybody else with me? You know, I have no idea. So, God, I'm depending on you. I am so tired, I grew up with all these evangelism seminars. Anybody ever been to an evangelism seminar? They're worthless. All right? I knew more methodologies for evangelism than Carter got liver pills. I mean, I don't even know whether Carter has liver pills, but I like the saying. Okay? Forget that stuff. Yes, we need to prepare in the Word. Yes, we need to be constantly saying, okay, God, make sure my life is something worth watching. God, now, give me the wisdom and the sensitivity to know how to love and lead everybody around me to the love and glory and grace of Jesus Christ. You see, it ain't nobody else's responsibility to lead those around you to Jesus Christ but you. I keep hearing, well God brings somebody in their life. He already did you. Well, I don't know how. That's fine. God says, if you follow me, I will make you a fisher of men. Amen? Amen? Amen. Are you hearing me? You know what it doesn't say? If you follow me, I'll give you the the the, the methodology to be a fisher of men. Doesn't say that, does it? Amen? Doesn't say that. Verna um, could you do me a favor could you run back to the children where they are and tell them we'll be taking communion in about five minutes that means we're almost done and all God's people said Amen. I got some more I could say too <laughs> in John 21 is a very very important passage of scripture these fishermen Had been out fishing all night long. And they probably knew what they were doing. But they were out there fishing all night long. And hadn't caught a fish. You ever been out. If I go out 15 minutes and haven't caught a fish. I'm going to McDonald's. (laughs) They got fish sandwiches man. (laughs) I'm sorry I won't take your kids there honey. out there all night long hadn't caught anything this is after the resurrection they, they're heading toward the shore and this dude on the shore says to them listen I know you've been out there you haven't caught a thing but if you'll one more time cast your net over here and they did and they didn't have the strength to haul in the catch. You see, it doesn't say, I'll give you the methodology to be the greatest soul winner in the world. I hear these people, oh, every time he's in the elevator, somebody gets saved before the eighth floor. What? <laughs> you know, you hear these stupid stories, right? But you know what he said? If you'll listen to me, and you'll cast your net, and that has nothing to do with your wisdom or knowledge. It has nothing to do with your personality. It just has to do with your obedience. I will teach you. I will make you a fisherman. Folks, this week, I want you to hear this. I want you to understand this. Are you with me? I just want you to walk out of here and go, God, I really don't know how to do this. God, I really don't know how I'm going to win that person in my home or at my work or wherever I might be. I really don't know what I'm doing. But God, I'm going to listen to you. And I'm going to believe that you've got a plan in mind. Are you with me? And I'm going to believe that if you tell me to cast my net in a certain way, there's fish over there. And you're going to use me. To make an eternal impact in somebody's life this week. Amen, Amen, disciples? Amen. Amen. Amen.